Lemonade by Don Tolliver, Nav, and Gunna in collaboration with Internet Money Records sets the stage for today's guest. Today, I'll be conversing with Harold Weiser. Harold is a rising senior at the University of Texas and currently works directly with the founder and CEO of Internet Money Records. Internet Money Records has collaborated with artists such as Lil Tecca, Future, and Sway Lee. They also sign and seek up-and-coming rappers under their label. Harold's passion for music shines bright even when he's not working, and I'm in- incredibly excited to have him on and share his perspective. Hey y'all, I'm Chinmay Pingale, and this is the Young Money Podcast. Through my early adult life, I've always wanted to find a way to make money. As I go through college and the corporate life is awaiting around the corner, I continue wanting to find new hustles, which hopefully can one day take over a corporate job. The Young Money Podcast is for listeners who are looking for new, innovative ways to make money in a way that is feasible for young adults. If you think you or someone you know is making money in a way that people would be interested in hearing about, please email me at cmpingale at gmail.com. What's up, Harold? How are you? What's up? I'm good. Just chilling at home. What's up, man? I'm pretty good. I'm pretty good. So I wrote down a couple questions for you. And I guess the first one is just talking about what you do with internet money. Could you just summarize it on your own as well? Yes, sir. Um, so I started working there like July 2021. So it's been like 10, 11 months, something like that. Mm-hmm. Um, my main job there is to scout talent and just find new musical talent to sign to the record label. And then the other big part of my job is once I sign something, I'm supposed to help develop it and like help the artist grow and like help with the marketing and like help them get beats for songs and just overall help them grow. So those are like my two main responsibilities. Um, Okay, cool. And this is at internet, internet money, right? Yeah, Internet Money Records. It's a it's a newer label. Uh-huh. Um, probably founded like two three years ago. The roster is pretty small, mm-hmm. but we're growing. Um, mainly hip hop, but yeah. Cool. So I actually do want to talk about your role specifically, but before I get into that, I kind of want to just talk about how you found yourself in the music industry, and I guess later on, Internet Money. Just because, from what I know, the music industry is super cutthroat. And everyone's trying to get into that. So could you just talk about like really where it began or what opportunity you sought out to get to eventually where you are now? Yeah. So I think the main reason I'm even in the industry is because my older brother works in music. And because of that, probably in like high school, I was exposed to what the industry is. Mm-hmm. Um, I saw the work my brother was doing. He was like interning for these like management companies and whatever. Um, and back then, I didn't even, like, necessarily want to work in music. I just I always was a huge fan of a bunch of music. But looking back, being exposed to the industry at such a young age, 
made me get a little interested in it and like thinking about it like in high school which I feel like most people aren't um so then from there it was about like freshman year of college and I still didn't even know I wanted to work in music um I just saw this rapper snot his manager was looking for an intern um and so I reached out and he interviewed me this one snot was smaller he has like 1.9 million on Instagram right now I think he had like around like 200,000 so he, he wasn't super small but he was smaller than he is now um, so I reached out to him. I interviewed with him. He liked me. I worked for him for a few months. I learned a lot. Um, and then from there, I started I started working with him less, and I was trying to see how I could remain active in the music industry. And it's pretty tough to get a job, but what is easy to do is try to get, like, lesser free roles just to get your name out there. So I started writing yeah. for a blog called Daily Chiefers from South Florida. Mm-hmm. Um and what they do is just write up new talent and post it on their website. And they also have like an Instagram and a TikTok and all that. So I just started writing up a bunch of new talent and I got really into finding new talent and promoting it. And some of the stuff I wrote up, some of the artists I wrote up, I wrote them up early and they ended up growing a lot. So it kind of showed that I have like a proven ear of like finding stuff early. And then I realized I wanted to be an A&R, which is literally just a talent scout. I already was A&R for that website. Um, so then I just applied to a bunch of A&R gigs and I think I was like literally 0 for 10 and I was getting super frustrated. So I just kept writing and I kept networking with a bunch of people and just trying to get my name out there and build my reputation. And then finally, my current company, Internet Money, the CEO and founder, Taz Taylor, was looking for an A&R and he tweeted and he said, hit John Hicks, which is the other A&R. So I was able to get in contact with him. Um, we talked for... We talked on the phone. He liked me. And then I sent him a bunch of music over the course of like two, three months. And then once I had sent them enough good stuff, they hired me. So then, yeah, I went out to LA. Okay. They hired me. Wow. Uh, so you've had a pretty much long... to Sorry. That's my history in the music. <laughs> was that good? Yeah, no, that was a lot. That's actually really impressive. Um, and I guess I'll just start from the beginning. So you, you said your brother was in music. So yeah. could you uh, kind of touch on what? you got out of that or was that just kind of exposure like you just saw him go into music so you wanted to as well yeah I think the main thing was he from a younger age knew he wanted to work in music or he was in bands so I think his initial goal and this is how I think most people get in the music industry Mm -hmm. most people start off wanting to be a musician and then once they realize it's not working they shift to the business side so he was in a band in high school they were good they were good I guess they didn't make it (laughs) and so um he just he was kind of managing his band probably without mm-hmm. even like realizing it and then he just got into artist management and then like I was just getting really into music and I started just like looking at like artist managers uh-huh. not even thinking that I wanted to be one but I was just like it would be so cool to be like an artist manager I was just okay. thinking wow yeah so so your journey had a lot of like just committing work without expecting any immediate reward and so you really went after like the long-term approach with this right yeah kind of Exactly. Okay. You, can't, you can't really start in this stuff and expect to get a job like early mm-hmm. on, like especially the music industry. I know it's yeah. like this for several industries, but like I feel like the music industry is notorious for like free internships. Mm-hmm. I think it might be changing a little more now, but like over the past few years, like majority of these internships are completely free because they know it's so competitive and like kids are just dying to do it that they know people are willing to work for free because it's the only way to get their foot in the door. Yeah. And you mentioned like getting your name out there. And that was like a really big part of how you, I guess, created your own organic resume. So when you would like write about these artists, was this just purely like 
you played it by ear like you really thought like this artist was going to blow up or were there any other like data points or something like that that you were looking at i was really just writing up anything that was new Mm -hmm. and good and i would also do research to make sure no one else wrote them up before because I didn't want to look like, oh, I'm trying to write up new stuff. And like every other person was writing them up. So uh-huh. I would look for something new, fire and undiscovered. Like no one else really wrote them up. And then like another huge thing I would do to get my name out there is like uh-huh. I would connect with them. I would connect with their manager, to like build that relationship early on. And then a lot of the time, like they would repost me like on their Instagram. And like that was a big way I got my name out there. Gotcha. Okay. That's actually really interesting. So were you looking for getting your name out there like publicity more through like things like that where you actually create the relationship and then they talk about you or was it literally like having people read those articles because they can't imagine like a bunch of people found out because of like the articles through organic search right yeah not for sure it's funny you brought that up because um the articles will get a few hundred views which isn't bad but the thing is about the blogging scene and music I would say the peak was like 2015 16 17 maybe a few years before that because mm-hmm. back in those days like the articles on my website were getting like thousands of views like 5,000 views oh and really so I got to a point where I'm like my articles are getting like 200 300 views like what the heck um so I mean I would promote the articles and stuff on my story and sometimes the main daily chiefs Instagram would promote it but I think the biggest thing of getting it out there was like having the artists themselves like post yeah. yeah 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 so for daily chiefers was this something you had to apply for or did you literally just email them and you're like hey i want to write for y'all yeah so the timing worked out nicely because like i was really looking for stuff and i think it was around like winter break of sophomore year so last year and i think like around winter break they posted like we're looking for new writers mm-hmm. and so yeah i applied i sent in my resume and they yeah. were they, i think the main thing that like caught them was they saw the snot internship and like mm-hmm. at that point snot had just got like his first like lyrical lemonade video or maybe his second and like obviously it was a big look so like mm-hmm. it's not really buzzing so i knew that was going to catch your attention and it did and so i got on facetime with them and like for the most part it's pretty chill a lot of these blog companies like because most of them are free so it's like as long as you're willing to work yeah then they'll take you and it's really just like you get in i mean you get out what you put in for yeah the most part. yeah yeah so did snot happen before like, were you working for Snap before you were, I assume, yes, if they saw yeah, that the first, on your resume? The first, yeah, the first thing I ever did was Snap. It was Snap. Okay. And then she was, and then one. Gotcha. So, so Snap's really interesting. For the listeners at home, if you don't know who Snap is, you should search him up on like Spotify or the internet. I'm pretty sure it's with a dollar sign, right? The S is a dollar sign. Dollar sign, dollar sign, not. Okay, gotcha. So, so this was just like, what, did you see this on a tweet or what? Like, so I was following his manager on Instagram. Okay. And I think he just posted on his Instagram story, uh-huh. like looking for an assistant, looking for an intern, like send resumes to this email. And honestly, I feel like in music, that's mm-hmm. how like most of the, I mean, that's how I got my internet money job. Like it was yeah. it, like looking back okay. and all the jobs I applied to on these websites, I was like, oh, for 10, oh, for 15. So mm-hmm. So, okay. Yeah, I feel like that's a good, no, I feel like that's something I probably never uh, thought about either, just because I think you're right, like, they're only going to look for, like, no one's going to post on a website anymore, because they know they have a following, so they're just going to tweet it out. I've seen that with other, like, bigger, like, public figures as well. Um, That's kind of similar for, like, a lot of industries, not just music, because 
the thing is when you're applying on like LinkedIn and like these websites like that, Handshake, whatever, I feel like I'm forgetting one of the big ones. I feel like everyone is applying there and it's just like a numbers game. Yeah, like yeah, definitely. Someone over social media and building a relationship mm-hmm. with them, you're kind of like skipping that whole process. Yeah. So I guess, uh, well, before I talk about relationship building, did how did you know or like why were you following Snot's manager before you, Snot was even big? Yeah, so it's actually funny you asked this because, like, looking back, I think the whole time I maybe it wasn't in the front of my mind that I want to work in music. I think subconsciously mm-hmm. I was like, I kind of want to just be tapped in and like know what's going on and like know some of these managers. Yeah. Looking back, I feel like I did want to work in the industry, but it was just like in the back of my mind. But like, I, I was always like trying to network with like up and coming like music people i guess okay so I was following him like probably a few other managers and like other like rising people in music i guess gotcha. i guess it all just ties down to like this has just been my hobby and i was just mm-hmm. oh it's not like i was trying to work i was just like kind of just getting involved because i really like music so much okay so yeah i guess like the common theme i'm seeing amongst like literally all of these positions and cool things that you've done is like relationship building which mm-hmm. I think is super underrated in other industries, but I think in music, it's pretty obvious that you need to have those connections. And I guess to listeners, what would you like advise to start building these connections? And I know you mentioned like following up and coming people. And I think that's a really good point. Was there anything else that you think helped you in like making these relationships or finding them? Yeah, I think one of my favorite things is like, or just like building real relationships, but also um not trying to like just build relationships with a bunch of people like higher than you and like trying to reach mm-hmm. out for stuff but really just building relationships with people who are kind of at your level mm-hmm. and maybe a little bigger um because at the end of the day like the people who are on your level now in a few years are gonna when y'all y'all will, like elevate together and it's also just easier to build like a more genuine relationship yeah that's a good that's actually really good yeah yeah, when you're not like going to someone with like a big position of power, I feel like it just kind of comes off like you don't really have anything. Like they're yeah. a big job. Like it's like, but if you're just trying to build the relationship with other people who are trying to do what you're doing, like inevitably, like a lot of them will rise. Yeah, you. That's brilliant. Um, that you're actually talking about like a concept I've read a lot about, even in like my business school and like through our major, like at at McCombs. It's yeah. just like the idea of providing value like just as much as you ask for. And I agree, like if there's someone on your level or at your caliber at the current moment, you're probably way more likely to be able to give them an equivalent amount of value. And I think that's a really good point that people should take home. Um, So now let's talk about your current position with internet money. Could you just talk a little bit more about like some artists that internet money has under them? And I guess what you think is like the coolest part of your job? Yeah, so um first off we got a few artists signed i signed my first artist a few months ago mm-hmm. but for the most part we try to keep it kind of quiet of who we signed because that's just okay like a, that's just a common industry thing okay um, and then like once the artist gets like bigger and they're more established then you kind of release like oh like we've been working with them so we have about three artists signed right now mm-hmm. um big like public ones is joe kenji he's big in like the underground rap scene the soundcloud scene mm-hmm. um and then we got two other artists they're gonna keep quiet but they're both very good rappers and they're both growing a lot every day um so 
Okay, but cool. The coolest part of my job, I would say, is just like uh-huh. my biggest passion is music and like finding new music. That's like it's like my that's my biggest passion. So like I don't even see this as a job. I just see it as like a hobby. Yeah. Uh, it gets a little annoying sometimes when like I'm just looking for new stuff and like the nature of the game is like you're gonna 99% of the stuff you listen to is just gonna be like so much bad stuff. That's probably one of the only things yeah. I don't like about it. But like when I finally do find something good, um, it's just a great feeling, especially if we're able to like get a deal done and like I can mm-hmm. build a relationship with the artists and like we yeah. cool. Like I see yeah. I could get to see them grow and it's just a beautiful sight. I'm like still like with the first artist I signed. I've just been watching them grow um, uh-huh. so much and like develop musically and like as a person and all that. So like it's been really fun and I think we're still really early. So I'm just really just having a lot of fun with it and I'm yeah. trying to find new stuff to sign. I'm helping him grow and come uh-huh. up with ideas and plan releases and all that type of stuff. Yeah. So like I guess in a finance world, literally what you're doing is you're like angel investing, but in terms of rappers like that's exactly what you're doing and i know with angel investors they're looking for very specific things and like the founders and so i was wondering Mm -hmm. what you or what variables you look at when you find someone that you think is like worthy of uh being signed by internet money yeah so i think right off the bat um i mean number one the music has to be good obviously Mm -hmm. but number two nowadays there's a lot of like clones so like if one artist Take Yeet, for example. If one yeah. artist like Yeet comes into the game, mm-hmm. makes his own sound, um, there ends up being a lot of people like trying to make music with like similar beats and similar flows. And like while they might sound good and like work in the short term, what ends up working in the long term is like people who really come into the game uh, using their own sound. So if you look at like, if you go back to like the 2017 like SoundCloud wave with like Uzi and Cardi and like mm-hmm. Trippy and X, like all those. In- all those guys that like, came in like using their own sound and that's why they like stayed and like blew up yeah so i'm just looking more with their own sound mm-hmm. and like also a lot of these kids are just like really corny like just doing too much like dressing way too weird and like yeah not good themselves. so i'm just looking for someone who could like be themselves have their uh-huh. own sound and like i don't know you could just tell like i, I don't know i can't say you could just tell because i feel like the average person just can't tell but like i yeah. feel like i've been like i feel like i've kind of been a and for like five plus yeah. years yeah no it definitely comes with experience yeah yeah, yeah. um for the close. for the listeners at home i actually had a class with harold this past year and i think like every other class i was actually trying to pitch a new artist but i feel like he knew about them every single time even though i thought they're relatively new so oh, it definitely does a, take a lot of experience you got a good ear you got a good ear for sure yeah <laughs> okay thank I you some good stuff um, and I guess the last thing is you say, like, I think you're being a little humble when you say like, oh, it's not necessarily cool. It's just my passion because I swear to God, I see you every week, like on a private jet or something backstage at like rolling loud LA and stuff like that. Could you just give like for a little dopamine hit for me and the listeners, just like something like one or two really cool things that you think, uh, like experiences you've had from this job. Yeah, yeah I got you um shit let me think i feel like i've seen a lot of cool stuff in the past year yeah i feel like you have too honestly shit, i don't even know i feel like the past year i feel like the past year like so much cool shit happened so fast that like a lot of the things that were happening mm-hmm. if like and if like any single one of those things happened like three four years ago i would absolutely freak out mm-hmm. but like 
because this year so much shit happened so fast like yeah i didn't even have time to process it like shit just kept happening 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 i guess mm-hmm. a good example is like i went to miami one week this semester mm-hmm. we went um to work with artists and just like kicking and shit and like I was in the studio with like trippy and shit, trippy red. Oh wow, yeah. I wasn't even like phased or anything, but I know like damn well, like two years ago, if that happened, like I would have been like freaking out. Mm-hmm. And then also on the Miami trip, like I was in the parking lot, like on on the phone with a friend, like Meg the Stallion, like walked out in the parking lot, and she was like literally like ten feet away from me, like also on the phone. Damn. Like I was just on the phone, like I didn't even notice it, but like mm-hmm. I don't know. So I guess as stuff went uh quick this year, it just I just got crazy, but I'm super, I'm super grateful and shit. Yeah. And you've definitely put in the, yeah, you've definitely put in the work too. I mean, I, I, I've only known you for what, like three, four months. And I, I, I can tell from my end as well. Um, But yeah, sorry. I said, I appreciate you. Yeah. Yeah, of course. Um, Well, yeah, I guess we can wrap up there. And I think there's so many great points that listeners can take away so i appreciate you coming on and if you want to plug anything like your instagram if any listeners who want to get into music and think they have something to offer reach out to this man because he knows so much he has so many connections harold any parting words um not much um yeah i love to like help people and shit if you're like not some crazy shit i love to connect with people Mm -hmm. um i guess i'll say my instagram is just at Harold Weiser at H-A-R-O-L-D-W-E-I-S-E-R. Um, and then aside from that, this is a fun conversation. Thanks for having me. I yep. think this podcast you're doing is super cool. And I'm definitely going to like check out the other episodes because I, I literally just want to listen. It sounds really cool. Appreciate it, Harold. Okay, take care, man. All right. You t- Once again, thank you so much for listening to the Young Money Podcast. If you yourself or someone you know would be interested in coming on speaking on this podcast, please email cmpingale at gmail.com and I'll be more than glad to see what I can do.